Hillcrest family and friends. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kimberly. And welcome to the December 21st edition of Fresh Prayer, where we seek the heart of God as we pray the will of God together. This evening, Kimberly is going to share with us, but before she does, let me remind you please that if you have prayer requests, you can phone them in to the church office at 716-483-3331. Or you can email them to prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com. Or you can send them in with the Church Center app. So, Kimberly? I know that you've all heard the Christmas story probably by this time in the season at least a dozen times. But we're going to go through it just one more time. Uh, There's an interesting word that appears not only in King James but in NIV and the Amplified and many other translations Mary pondered these things in her heart. So we're going to ponder for just a few minutes before we go into prayer on the things of God. And I think that you might be interested in what I have found. Um, To me, it was a discovery, a revelation. I hope it is to you. Did you know that in pondering things, Jesus often reveals himself to us? So let's ponder together for a few minutes. Ponder means to meditate and to deeply think about something. Pondering things of God brings revelation and understanding. As a matter of fact, it's the key to understanding. So we're going to ponder the manger and the lamb. God is in the details, and it's amazingly so. A manger is a feed trough, and in ancient Israel, and still in the Middle East today, they are just made of stone. They are carved stone, and that's what they use, and that's what they did then. If needed, they can be a protective bassinet. We know the story of Jesus, that it was used as a bassinet. But did you know, in ancient Israel, and really up until recent, I'd say the last couple hundred years, it was still used as a bassinet for lambs. Is that interesting? Yes. It is. If needed... They can be and were frequently used in this capacity. The priests of Bethlehem would take certain lambs and place them in them. Not all lambs brought to them by the herding sheep, shepherds, but those that were perfect and without blemish, those that were suitable for sacrifice for the sins of God's people. Think about that. Long before Jesus laid in that manger, lambs perfect lambs, suitable for sacrifice, Kathy, Mm -hmm. were placed in those mangers. In the Psalms, we see the word Selah quite frequently. Pause and ponder and calmly think about that. These were the lambs of Bethlehem. It's what Bethlehem was known for, the sacrificial lambs. Near the hills near Bethlehem, there was a tower called I hope this is pronounced right, Migdal Eder, and the flocks that were produced for sacrificial lambs were there. It was in these fields where they believed that the angels appeared um, to the shepherds. When the time neared, the priest would choose a male lamb specifically chosen by the shepherds, perfect and without blemish. To protect the lamb for sacrifice, the priest would wrap the lamb, guess what? In swaddling cloth. And swaddle him snugly 
and lay him in the stone manger until the time came wow. for sacrifice. Wow. The word manger is mentioned once in the book of Luke when given an account for the birth of Jesus. The cloth and the manger were provided by God. Think about that. Mary could have wrapped that baby in a piece of garment that Joseph and her had with them. Mm -hmm. She could have laid him in a soft bed of hay, mm -hmm. but I'm sure through the Holy Spirit was guided to wrap that baby in the swaddling mm -hmm. cloth and lay him in the manger. Well, the details just absolutely blew me away when I started thinking about that, when I pondered these thoughts. Mm -hmm. On that night long ago, there was only a small group of people who would understand the significance of the swaddling cloth and the manger. Mm -hmm. It was those who heard the words, you will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. It was the shepherds, the mm -hmm. shepherds of Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. wow. These shepherds knew that the swaddling cloth and the manger meant that this was the sacrificial mm -hmm. lamb. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine the thoughts that ran through those shepherds' heads as they ran towards Bethlehem to mm -hmm. see this thing that the angel had told them? Mm -hmm. It was more than just a baby. Okay, they, you know, they wrapped the baby in cloth. No, they understood the significance, mm -hmm. and and so do we now. Mm -hmm. The significance of that baby wrapped in swaddling cloth. It wasn't something just to keep the baby safe and warm. Mm -hmm. It had major spiritual significance. Wow. He was the sacrificial lamb mm -hmm. for us. This will be a sign unto you, the angel said, and it definitely was. It would have, wouldn't have been to many, but to those shepherds, this was staggering. Mm -hmm. The long-awaited Messiah wasn't born in a king's palace. Nope. The lamb of God was just as the angel said, mm -hmm. wrapped in swaddling cloth, mm -hmm. lying in a manger, destined for sacrifice mm -hmm. ponder those thoughts mm -hmm. peace on earth and mercy mild god and sinner reconciled as we ponder these things let's turn to the scripture as we prepare our hearts for prayer mm -hmm. our scripture today if you're joining us in in uh, reading it is luke 2 8 through 19 join me as we ponder these thoughts of the swaddling cloth the lamb the manger, and the sacrifice. Luke 2.8 And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a great company and of heavenly hosts that appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men upon whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured these things in her heart. 
and pondered them. Mm -hmm. Let us also ponder them as we go in prayer. Well, let's pray together. Father God, thank you for this season when we can once again remember what an amazing gift you have given us. And God, as we once again ponder the details and think about the details, I pray that you would keep this season fresh in our hearts, mm -hmm. that we would truly be grateful for, for the unspeakable gift that you have given us in Jesus. Father, just thank you for being such a great and good father. Yes. Thank you that you have made a way through Jesus. And Lord, as we just ponder these things and meditate on them, I pray that our hearts would truly be aligned with yours as we pray your heart and your will. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that um, you would receive our prayers. And before we begin praying, we want to confess any sin that might be keeping us out of fellowship with you. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that you would draw these things to our minds that perhaps we need to repent of and that we could truly have full fellowship with you. So just for a moment, let's just ponder in our own hearts things that we have yet to confess. Yes. And Father... We do have so many things to be grateful for and to praise you for. First of all, for Jesus, for Christmas, for what it means, for all of the opportunities that we have to proclaim this amazing celebration of your birth. Thank you that it gives us opportunities to shine your light into an otherwise dark world. Father, thank you for the many opportunities that many churches across our community have to tell of your love, to tell of the light that you have made, to show how you have manifest your love to us. Father, I pray that as we've been reminded these past several weeks in church, that we would be a faithful witness, that we would be that light mm -hmm. to so many who have not either trusted you yet mm -hmm. or perhaps haven't even heard the truth. Yes. Father, keep us faithful. And I thank you, Lord, that you have given us the opportunity to share your light with our first responders. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that these gift baskets that they have received would be so much more than just mm -hmm. a candy bar or a trail mix or a kind word. But Father, that you would empower even the words mm -hmm. on those papers that they've received, the cards that have been written mm -hmm. to them. And that, Father, their hearts would be encouraged, but even more than that, their hearts would be drawn to you. Yes. Father, thank you for these men and women that protect our communities, and I pray that you will keep them safe in body, keep their minds sound, and keep their spirits strong. And may they know that they have a place here at Hillcrest, but even more than that, they have a place in your heart, and that you are desirous of a relationship with them. Father, just bless them, we pray in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the many opportunities that have um, happened this month for children's ministries. 
We thank you for Jingle Jam and the number of families that came out for that. Um, I'm going to continue to ask, Father, that you continue to speak to the hearts mm -hmm. of the children and parents who uh, uh, attended. And Father, place in the hearts of both child and parent the desire to know you, to come to church, to fellowship with other believers. Mm -hmm. Father, do a good work um, through that ministry. Not only that ministry, but the Awana ministry and um, the preschool ministry. All of these things that hopefully point children and their families to you. That's our goal, personal relationship with you. Father, we just ask that you bless those ministries and the mm -hmm. fruit of those ministries become evident. And Father, this weekend, there's a great opportunity on um, Sunday for a family service at, at 11 o'clock. And Father, we just ask that you um, even begin now to prepare the hearts of those who may not generally um, make that part of their Christmas Eve day plans. Um, but Father, we just ask that you speak to their heart, place within their heart a burning desire to be here, to bring their children up in the way of the Lord. For those that are without a church family, Father, we ask that you help them to drive by, to see the steeple, to have a desire to walk through the doors and be here. Mm -hmm. And once they are here, Father, we ask that you, by your Holy Spirit, minister to their innermost being, mm -hmm. that they are compelled, that they are drawn to you through word, through song, through whatever means you choose. And Father, in the evening is the um, our, our Christmas program on on. Christmas Eve, and Father, we just ask that you uh, work in a mighty way through that. I was telling Bob that I don't think anybody receives as much out of the preparation of that music as those of us who are in it. It continues to minister to my spirit. The songs roll in and out of my thinking in the deep part of night, in the morning when I wake. And it just continues to bless me over and over again. And I thank you for that. But Father, for those that come to hear, will only hear it once. Mm -hmm. And so Father, we count on your Holy Spirit to take that music mm -hmm. and those words yes. and just Father, speak to their hearts, yes. place within their hearts a seed mm -hmm. of hope, place within their hearts a love, a desire to know you and walk with you. Yes. And Father, we're so grateful for Paul's leadership yes. in directing this musical. I pray your continued blessing upon him. I think of all the musicians who yes. will be joining us and many of them, most of them, not from our church. Father, I pray that they would um, be drawn to your heart as well if they mm -hmm. have not yet trusted you as Savior. I pray that they would become even this Christmas, your child. Yes, Lord. Father, I pray that you would be with every bit of the details of the orchestra and the voices and the, um, the, those who are running the sound. And I pray that every bit of it would go mm -hmm. be done with excellence for your glory. Mm -hmm. And Father, I pray that through that, you would be high and lifted up. I know there are going to be many here who either do not attend this church or perhaps do not attend any church. So I pray that your spirit would just fill our hearts and our auditorium yes, with all of who you are and your greatness and your glory, and that you would be high and lifted up 
through these Christmas Eve services. Yes. Father, just bless them, we pray. And Father, I think of those who, for whom Christmas is really a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. And uh, God, I just pray that you would bring comfort to them, that you would bring healing to their hearts. Yes. That Father, you would, despite perhaps grief or despite heartache, that they would know your presence and your peace with them. Yes, Lord. Father, that the light would be so strong that the darkness cannot overtake it. Yes. And Lord, that their hearts would just rejoice despite whatever heaviness is in there. Father, I think especially of Pastor Dan and Karen, Mm -hmm. and I pray, God, your hand upon them. I pray that you will keep them strong and bless them. Bless them in their grieving. And I pray Mm -hmm. that they would grieve well and that their hearts would be healed. Yes, Lord. And for Blake Williams, um, whose grandmother has passed away, the grandmother who raised him, Father, I pray for Blake and his family, Mm -hmm. that you would bring comfort to them, that their memories would be sweet, and that they could, um, to walk through this time, even though grieving, that they can still rejoice in knowing that you are the light of the world. Father, thank you for being that light in this very dark world. We don't know how people without this light survive, how they get through life. So I pray that you would just shine deep into their hearts and draw them to yourself. Father, I thank you that Naomi's father was healed in Jesus' name of typhoid fever. And God, we know that that is a miraculous healing. There is no way he could have been healed that quickly. And so I just praise you for that, for the many healings that are happening there in Hillcrest, Pakistan. And Father, I pray that your light would shine so brightly on that church during this season, even though they don't have many of the trinkets that we have. And so many of the bells and whistles, Father, they have that joy in their hearts. And I pray that you would continue to give them that joy and shine your light deeply, that you would draw many, many more to yourself. Bless Hillcrest Pakistan, we pray in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, thank you so much. Father, many of our missionaries are all around the the world celebrating Christmas, and uh, many of them are sharing American customs. Mm Uh, with those that they minister to and many of those areas are sharing their local customs with our missionaries which is kind of cool to see but father we just ask that you bless them mm-hmm. and um, that you draw people in through their interest or um, inquisitive natures about what American Christmas is all about and help them father not to see American Christmas mm-hmm. but to see Jesus yes. And Father, we just ask your blessing upon, uh, if I started naming missionaries, I'd I'd miss a whole lot. But uh, Deb Guzman comes to mind, and I ask for a special blessing upon her as she's clear on the other side of the world. And Father, we just ask that you be with her and her students, and that as they celebrate Christmas, that they rejoice Mm -hmm. in knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And Father, draw many more unto you, and bless Deb as she's separate from her family. And Father, I just thank you and I praise you for all of the missionaries. The kidders also come to mind. Mm -hmm. And Father, I just ask that you bless them and keep them close to you during this season. They're also separate from family, as all of our missionaries are, really. And Father, we just ask that you um, be very real to them during this season. Mm 
And Lord, um, we've been given a prayer request by Grace Givens that is regarding a friend and is unspoken. Mm -hmm. And we know, Father, we all have unspoken requests that we're not free to share or perhaps are too painful to share. Mm -hmm. So right now, Father, uh, we'll take a moment and just speak before you and you only our unspoken requests. Thank you for hearing these. And again, Father, thank you um, mm -hmm. for hearing the many deep groanings of our hearts. Mm -hmm. Thank you that your Holy Spirit speaks these groanings to you. And thank you, Father, that you are working even when we don't see it and even when we can't even imagine how you're going to resolve certain things. Father, thank you that you're always working. And I pray also for Grace's other requ requests yes. regarding her husband's friend who is struggling with um, cancer. God, we just pray that you would show yourself mighty in that situation. Yes. I pray that Patrick would be able to be a real testimony to that friend and that you would be glorified in the cancer and in the healing. Father, thank you that your desire mm -hmm. is that we be whole and healed. And we know that sometimes you answer in the affirmative and sometimes otherwise, but God, regardless, your ways are always good and always right. So I pray that our hearts would be in submission to that and that we would be drawn closer to you through each one of these situations. We pray in Jesus' name. Father, we also pray for the Leslie Hazen's sister, Linda, and she's recovering from her back surgery, a rather significant surgery. Father, the recovery is very painful, but you, Father, can be there in the midst of this. Use this painful time to draw herself to you, to count on you mm. as the master physician for healing. Mm. The surgeons have done what they can do, but Father, you can complete the work, and we trust you with this. And Father, through this time, be with her husband and her family, that you use this opportunity, Father, to draw them all closer to you, mm. that them... When she walks upright, she's also walking upright with you. Yes. That's our request. Mm -hmm. And Father, I also pray for the family of Bruce Nardwall. Mm -hmm. As Father, as they walk through this valley, we mm -hmm. just ask, Father, that you be with them, that yes. you embrace them with your presence, mm -hmm. that you fill their mind with the good memories and the good times that they've had throughout the years, and that those memories bring them great comfort. But most of all, Father, we ask that you be with them, mm -hmm. that they physically feel your presence with them. Mm -hmm. And Father, just a special blessing on Nancy. Father, we yes. pray that you will just bless her, fill her with your peace, fill her with your presence. And God, I just pray that you would be her everything during this time. Yes. And for so many others who have lost their spouses, mm -hmm. for Alice, and for um, Dora. Dora. Father God, be with them and bless them. I pray that they would, um, during this time, continue to live as their husbands would have wanted them to live. Uh, every moment filled with joy and with happiness and focusing on you. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for the great hope we have of heaven. And thank you that we know that death is just for a moment 
and just um, a parting for a, a time. Father, thank you that you have pre prepared for us mansions and glory. And I pray that our eyes will be ever fixed on that. Father, we think of our dear friend, Mary Howe, who has struggled for so many years and months and mm -hmm. is struggling again with physical problems with her heart. Father, thank you for her love for mm -hmm. you. Thank you for her steadfastness. I pray, yeah. God, that you would touch her body and bring comfort and healing to her. I pray that her heart would be strong and her mind fixed on you. And as she fixes her eyes on you, that you would just take away every bit of angst that she has. And that, Father, you would bring healing to her. Bless her and continue to use her as you have as a mighty light in your kingdom. Father, we just praise you and we thank you for all of these um, people that call in these requests, that count on prayer. Mm -hmm. And, Father, we just ask that there's someone out there um, who has not sent in a request but wishes that they had, yeah. that you see that need even now and that you meet the need of that person and give them the faith to believe that you are the answer to every circumstance, whether it be physical or financial or emotional, that you are there. Mm -hmm. Father, as we think about um, those prayer requests that come in, oftentimes they come in... Um, right as prayer is needed, and I thank you for that. I do pray for Mark Fegley's sister's yes. surgery, that um, the prayer request came just as it was about to take place, and I thank you for that, because that was just a, a spontaneous, fresh moment where we could be right there at the right time to be praying for her. Mm -hmm. So, Father, I do pray for Mark's sister, Shauna, that you would bring healing to her, that her recuperation would be quick and complete. And I pray too for Andy Hagland. I don't really know uh, anything about him other than the request came through as he was being taken by ambulance. And there's some concern for this infection in his legs. Father, I pray that you would again, uh, just touch and bring healing to him. And Father, that you would be glorified through all of this. And we all have requests, physical requests for people on behalf of people. So for a moment now, we will lift up those requests to you. Amen. Father, we think about our leadership and our pastors during this time mm -hmm. at Hillcrest. Um, during holidays, they give so much. There are so many events and activities, and mm -hmm. uh, I just thank you for each one of them. I thank you for Pastor Mark and how he leads this church well. I thank you for um, the many opportunities that he guides us through during Christmas season. I thank you for Pastor Steve and how he ministers to those for whom Christmas is so difficult, those who are grieving or are struggling. I think of Pastor John and how busy he has been with um, the Awana and the Discovery Town programs and, um, and so many different children's programs. I pray, Father, that you would energize him and bless him for his great commitment to drawing these children to yourself. Uh, we think of impact, Father, and we think of also outbound, and thank you that Pastor John was able to step in 
while Pastor Ben was out for a bit, but now that Pastor Ben is returning, we pray that you would continue to guide his steps as he leads and directs outbound. And Father, that you would give him wisdom that is beyond his years, and that you would give him uh, a discretion that he needs in many uh, touchy, very sensitive situations as he deals with teenagers and young people. And Father, that you would bless his ministry. Father, as we've prayed already for Pastor Dan, that you would continue to be with him as he leads our salt ministry and our, our sick and shut-ins. Father, bless him during this time as well. And I pray for each one of these pastors that their ministries would be effective yes, and would be powerful in your kingdom. And we yes, pray Lord. these things in Jesus' name. Father, we commit um, this Christmas Day coming within a few days to you. Yes. If cookies are baked and gifts are not purchased and, and things are not done, it doesn't matter. Help us, Father, to concentrate on that sacrificial lamb. Help each of us, Father, to truly ponder yes. what he is to us. Speak afresh, Father, to each of our hearts mm -hmm. the words of the angels, the action of the shepherds, mm -hmm. but most of all, the beauty of that sacrificial lamb, yes. Jesus. And we pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. Don't forget, this Sunday's a big Sunday, Christmas Eve day. We have an 845 service. My favorite. <laughs> we have um, we have Sunday school. No, no Sunday no. school this oh, week. Oh, no Sunday school this week. No. But I, oh, that's right. But I yeah. think there might be cookies. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as Kimberly mentioned, at 11 o'clock, we have a family service. Mm -hmm. And then a little break at 5 o'clock and at 7 o'clock p.m. is our Christmas Eve service. So please do come. We would love to see you at some of these services. We would love to see you. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>